welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. Oh, listen to that voice. You've got such a good <laughs> podcasting voice. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm going to be honest. Part of the reason um, when you suggested this to me that I jumped on it is I've had a lot of people tell me that actually. Mm. I'm like, well then, I've got this this beautiful voice, may as well make some fucking money off it or something. Money? You think um, we're going to make money <laughs> off this? That's so cute. Oh, oh yeah, we're going to be rich. That's we're going to be rich. No, no, no. Um, but even, <laughs> even, if even if it's not making money... I was like, well, why don't I, um, why don't I bloody put this out into the world a little bit more? Get myself some simps, because who doesn't love a good simp? When when you're on the receiving end, ah. um, when you're the the simp the simpy, not the simper. I'm the simper. Um, you know, simper. Um, so yeah, yeah. When um, audio tweets first got introduced, actually, uh-huh. it took me a little while to get them, but once I did get them, I posted a few. And I got flooded, like absolutely <laughs> flooded with all of these like replies and messages being like, "Re, your voice is really horny and shit like that. I'm like, I, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> then they should be listening it's, to the podcast. They should be. They should be. I mean, maybe that's how I should promote it. Like if you're a sim This is me, free porn. Yeah. You need to listen to this podcast. Um. You know, and if you can, if you can prove that you've listened to it, if you can show me um, that little, we'll do a code word. Um, like, pl- yeah, yeah, do a code word. Um, I can't, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Fuck. Um- the code word for this episode <laughs> is rooster. <laughs> All right. So- Purely because I'm thinking about red rooster chippies. Oh, uh, not sponsored. But if red God. rooster want to get in contact with us. I mean, cons- I would not say no. I mean, considering the fact that neither of us eat chicken, um, but <laughs> the chippies though, the, ch- oh. the chippies though, those were good chippies. And you know me, oh. I'm not huge on chips, which is a point of contention no. for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am notoriously don't like potato. I don't like chocolate. Usually, like I don't really like chocolate, and I don't really like cake. Mm. And people seem to be very personally offended when I say that I'm not huge on uh, ice cream as well I don't like ice cream and people are very very offended that that's fair enough like I mean we just keep looping around to the same topics I've talked about food before that's personal I don't I don't want to I don't want to like get in people's faces about what foods they do or don't like yeah um and whether or not they're right or wrong for liking or not liking those foods. But at the end of the day, I have received a lot of flack for not being a huge fan of potato, especially because I'm a vegetarian. So people just assume yeah. that I live off of them. Like I wake mm-hmm. up and it's a potato for breakfast and, you know, it's, there are other there are other foods, guys. There are other carbs um, that I consume quite a lot of. Just, yeah, not, not a huge potato head Uh, well that's very on topic actually you want a potato head you can go buy one that's very on topic yes oh my god it is on topic yes um the outrage yeah yeah but when you actually read the article and a lot of people don't do that flew into a rage without actually reading what's going on um they're not changing the name of mr potato head to just potato head they're changing the brand name to potato head Mm -hmm. to better encompass the family of potatoes the fact that there are several 
Yeah, there's a family. There are several products in this line. It makes you know? more sense. It would be like if you went to um, if you went to Macca's, and Macca's was just called Quarter Pounder, but you can get other things at Macca's exactly. other than a Quarter Pounder. You can get all sorts of things. Um, so <laughs> also not a sponsor. Also not a sponsor. Um, please and don't. And if McDonald's would like to sponsor us, <laughs> go fuck yourselves because. We are not interested. No, no, thank you. <laughs> McDonald's was my first job and um, oh. fuck them. Fuck them so <laughs> much, so much. Um, I had a boyfriend who worked at McDonald's. I think he was one of my managers. Yes, he was one of your managers. If we're about the same person, he was one of my managers, yes. I don't know if I have a story. Oh, I could probably tell you a little story to do with mm-hmm. that. Would you like to hear a story? Jace, I would always love to hear a story from you. I feel like I should have a theme song or something. <laughs> <that's> like, <laughs> it's just Jace's, just Jace's story time. Story. It's story time with Jace. But I love opening the podcast with a little story from you because you're a very good storyteller. You've got a lot of good ones. So let's let's crack on with it. This one's quite a short one. I'd love to hear um, it. Okay. It's more of a little anecdote, I guess, than a proper story. I mm. dated this guy in high school and then I became friends with this other girl and she worked with him. This was like after we'd broken up. We, Me and this other girl mm. knew each other separately from this guy. And then it turns out that mm-hmm. separately from all of that, my friend and this guy started dating. So Ooh. someone who was my closest friend at the time was this is when you and I had only probably just met and we're only just sort of becoming friends. Yeah, I think we were um, only like a year or so into our friendship at this point. Yeah. Like we were certainly very fond of each other, but we weren't quite yeah. at the extreme closeness that we were later Ye- known for. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so that's pretty early. So I, I had dated this guy, broken up, and then met this girl and we got on really well as friends and then she ended up dating the same guy and then she was like oh this is my boyfriend and she showed me a photo of him and I was like (laughs) are you kidding me that is my ex-boyfriend like one of my first boyfriends and yikes turned out um it was a bit weird um but we got through it we got through it. We were the yeah. bigger people. We continued being friends despite this uh, person that we had in common. Mm, mm. And then things went south with this girl and my ex. Mm. He also became her ex. Good. And she got her P plates, <laughs> which for those who aren't in Australia, provisional license. So I don't know what you guys call that, a learner's permit, but like the one a step it's above. Like- it's like the level, yeah, it's the level between having your learners and having your full license. Yeah, so it's the first time you can drive on your own without a teacher with you or an adult who has a full license with you. Yeah. So she came and yeah, picked me up. But you still don't have your full license. No. Yes, go on, sorry. So she came and picked me up from my house and we were going to go and get, surprise, surprise, we were going to go at Macca's, go through the drive-thru and get some Macca's, McDonald's. Um, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting and having to remember that we have people from other countries who listen to us and we're going to be saying so many words that they're just like, what are you talking about? That's okay. I can pull them back in with my cultural references that aren't at all insulting. <laughs> <laughs> if you are from somewhere that we haven't insulted yet, why don't you drop us a line and next podcast we will just have re completely eviscerate you. Um. Yeah. yeah, completely, completely. So 
you two decided to go on a, on a, what is known in Australia as a Macca's run. Yes, we went on a Macca's run. As is tradition, I don't know if it's an Australia-wide tradition, but certainly in my circle of friends, when you get your peas, the first thing you do is go on a Macca's run and you go and get Slurpees oh, and chips and Sundays and stuff like that. 100%, yes. So we go on this Macca's run. She's got she's staff, so she's got a staff discount, which was sick. And we loaded up on... You know, we got two Slurpees each because we just, for some, like, okay. For us, underage <laughs> goody two shoes, for us, Slurpees were our alcohol. <laughs> ah, ah, okay. So, we were always me when Slurpees. I was underage, alcohol, alcohol was, was your alcohol. alcohol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I had a little bit of alcohol at like 16, but I never really leveled up mm. in that sense until I could, I don't know. Anyway. Let's not get into that again. Um. Mm. <laughs> so we had a couple of Slurpees. We had chips. We had Sundays. We had burgers. We were like, it was the first Macca's run with my friend having her pea plates being able to drive. So we did that. Mm-hmm. And somehow, I don't know whose idea it was, but we ended up at this guy's house. And we were giggling and we were just high on Freedom, I guess. Freedom and sugar. Now I know why Americans are all like, freedom! Because, <laughs> yeah, we were high on that freedom. We were basically like bald eagling <laughs> all the way around the streets of Blacktown. Oh, Lord. So we were in her little white hatchback and we ended up at his house and she turns off the lights of her car, her headlights. It's nighttime. We're going down the street. I don't know whose idea it was, but we ended up at the front of his house and I don't think we even discussed it, but for some reason, next thing you know, chips, burgers, Sundays, Slurpees are flying out of her car window <gasps> to this guy's bedroom window. Oh! Just, we were just pummeling his window with food. Oh my God. And then I think it just clicked to both of us what we were doing. And we were like, we've got to get the fuck out of here. And Yes. We ended up, she ended up driving off and then because she didn't have her headlights on again, she ended up mounting the curb, going halfway (gasps) into his front garden (laughs) and we were stuck there with the wheels turning until eventually like we managed somehow to get the car out and we were just, we, that was, that's pretty much the end of the story. Um, but oh my god he ended up thinking that it was a disgruntled like because he was the manager he ended up thinking it was a disgruntled employee who you know had something <laughs> against him and oh my was god. doing that and I don't <gasps> think he ever oh found out that it was us that's brilliant I love to engage in a little bit of you know light stalking and vandalism after someone breaks up with me <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's great no but for real Oh my God, you guys are so lucky you didn't get caught because that was so close. Yes, I know. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It was extremely close. Yeah. And we are Facebook friends now, me and and this girl and me and this guy. We're all Facebook friends. I don't talk to either of them, but they're there. Um, Mm. It's just weird seeing them Mm. pop Mm. up on social media. Mm Mm-hmm. And they've all got lives now. They've all got their own other lives. And I know that, like, I have my own life. Yes. But it's weird to me that other people also have their own life. No, other people aren't allowed to have lives. They're not allowed. <laughs> I I have people from high school. Um, and we we were talking about this the other day, actually. One of my other best friends from high school. 
Um, this girl was probably my first ever real friend. Um, we became friends in primary school when we were both about 10 years old. Uh, we were both in opportunity class. So, hey. you know, basically special little baby genius class, that kind of bullshit. And no one had ever really been my friend before. And the teacher essentially forced her to be my friend. Aww. She was like, hey, you two have stuff in common. Hey, go go talk to Ree. Ree go, go talk to Ree. Please. <laughs> please go talk to Ree. Please go talk to Ree. They look like they're about to jump off a fucking building any second now. And to be fair, I w- like I would have. I was mm. not happy. I was not a happy child. If your friend jumped off the harbour bridge, would you? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. I would. Oh, 100%. I don't need a friend to tell me to jump off my bridge. <laughs> So anyway, me and this girl, we ended up actually getting along really well and we stayed friends uh, through the end of primary school and through high school, she was one of my best, best friends. Um, and I still hold a lot of love in my heart for this girl. Um, she's never really done anything wrong to me. We've just kind of grown apart. Uh, our lives have taken different paths, uh, very much so in the fact that she is now married and she's something like 35 weeks pregnant <laughs> and... Posting photos on Facebook of her being very married and very pregnant. And I'm sitting here like, uh, I barely made rent this week. Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I also I barely made rent people. this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I see these people and I don't have anything against them at all. But it's so weird to me to think that these people that were in my life for such a brief time or they kind of flitted in and out, you know, might have been significant, might have not been significant, whatever. But the concept to me that people other than me have rich, (laughs) full lives. Yeah. I I almost can't process it. And I, I, I don't know if this is just a BPD thing. I don't know. I feel like it's a thing that a lot of people have, whether or not you're neurodivergent or not. Like, it's such a weird concept. It's weird to think about people are do when you're not there, people are still doing things. Yeah. People object are permanence. thinking about, yeah, object it's permanence. It's huge for me because I'm exactly the same. I, mm-hmm. I mean, it's seen as a selfish thing. Like, oh, you only think about yourself. But I think, I think it's, it's very difficult because you don't, you're not involved with other people's lives and thoughts and what's going on with them. It's very difficult to mm. not remember, but to really grasp the concept that there are lives going on outside your own because it's not what you are experiencing every day. And I'm the same with music. I can be so into a band, they'll release like three albums, I'll listen mm. to them and I'll be very, very into it. And then as soon as I lose interest, they stop existing to me. Oh my God. I was looking up a band that I was into when I was probably late teens, early 20s maybe, and then I stopped listening to okay, them. Okay, give, give it up though. Who was it? I can't remember. I can't remember. Come on, we're exposing ourselves here. Come on. Oh, you it can't remember it all? Been, it was someone along the lines of like Sum 41 or one of those kind of bands that I just assumed weren't doing anything after I stopped listening to them because it's like when I stopped listening to them, they stopped existing because they weren't existing in my world. Mm. So I just assumed that they'd stopped. 
Um, right. And I right. looked them up and I was like, they released an album last year or whoever they were. I can't really remember who it was, honestly. I'm not trying to like yeah. <laughs> seem cool and not like embarrass <laughs> myself, but I really don't remember who it was. <laughs> yeah, I looked them up and I was like, they released an album last year. Holy and, shit. And the year before that and two years before oh that. Like, I didn't know they were still together. And then I kind of had to sit myself down and be like, listen, just because you're not interested <laughs> in them anymore doesn't mean that they stopped existing altogether. <laughs> I do need to remind myself of that. I really do. Um, mm. Oh, Okay, yeah. Um, so the other day, Daft Punk announced that they broke up. Yes. Now, yes. yeah, very, very sad, but also, like, they had, like, a 30-year career, so, like, good on them. Um, and I, like, in receiving that news, I got really sad because I hadn't listened to them in mm. ages. But I, Discovery, um, that album... That's the one that has an like anime music video for every single song and they all make up a movie. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, that album was incredibly important to me in my early 20s and I will probably count it amongst my like top 10 favorite albums of all time. But it just completely fell off my radar mm-hmm. and for that time... It was all, it was basically as if they didn't exist, and now they actually don't exist, yeah. and I feel bad. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I'm a bad person, even though you know these two French billionaires don't know who <laughs> I am. They don't know that I exist. They don't give a shit about whether I'm listening to them or not because you know they've had long, illustrious careers. They've made lots of money. They've been extremely influential and talented and applauded. Uh, they don't give a shit whether or not I'm listening to them, but I still felt kind of guilty. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've listened to those guys in forever. I should, but I shouldn't push myself to do that just because the band is breaking up. They don't give a shit about me. Why should I give a shit? Like, no, I think they actually listen to this podcast, so um, they're going to be very offended that you are saying that. Oh, okay. That they don't give a shit oh, about they you. are two French fans. Yeah. <laughs> our only two French fans. <laughs> Uh, Would you like bonjour. to say something? There we go. Uh, je m'appelle. <laughs> je ne sais quoi. Uh, oui, la piscine. <laughs> Baguette. <laughs> All the French I know, I know from Flat of the Concord song. So, um, I mean, yeah, basically, basically, super, super mache. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Pardon me, monsieur. I worked at... Um, I worked at Club Med, which is something that I'm surprised I haven't mentioned until now. I worked at Club Med at a resort on Lindemann Island in the Whit Sundays off the coast of Queensland. So it was a it was like a private island that only had our resort on it. And Club Ooh, Med fancy is fancy bitch. <laughs> oh no, if you saw behind the scenes, you would not be saying fancy. Um more like messy probably is the word you would use. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm so looking forward to your Club Med stories. Honestly, oh my they God. are delicious. Than, they are worse than any story I've ever told, I think. they re- People are really going to get a shock. Well, I feel like you're about to tell at least a little bit of something right now. So let's uh, let's bring in the Jace's story time theme again, which we have totally, which <laughs> oh, we have totally made and recorded and is a real thing. <laughs> we'll insert it here. No, we won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can be bothered editing the podcast and then making a, a theme song, so... I'll I'll um I'll fuck around in um I'll find some 
extremely dodgy free program online that gives my laptop several viruses. Uh, and it's oh, you'd do that for me. I would, and it's just me, um, basically playing like whatever keys on the piano I remember. It'd be the like a wind of. chime. Yeah, just a just a time. just a wind chime, you know, just the diddly do diddly do diddly do like that thing from Wayne's World. Because uh, we know it, that all my stories are going to be beautiful uh, and um, just ethereal and just, just appropriate for everyone. Wonderful! I can't wait. But anyway, you're on Club Med. <laughs> tell, tell me, yes, tell so me about Club Med. So this story isn't that. It's not quite a story. It's more like a little aside. Mm. But I do have other stories that I will tell if you're interested in them. I'm always interested. So, yeah, Club Med was very popular with the French people. Um, it's like their thing. They The French people love to go around Club Meds, around the world. And so we had a lot of French guests. And I did not speak French apart from what I knew from the Flight of the Concorde song. So <laughs> I would be like, bonjour, saying so, so, you know, saying hello to people and the families and the kids and stuff. I worked in the kids club. That's probably something that I should say. I was a kids club um, yes. employee. Yes. And so we would be yes. saying hello and, you know, just, just to make them feel a little more welcome, speaking to them, like making the effort for them. And, uh, yeah, so I just, this is such a nothing story. It doesn't even really matter. But, yeah, all I knew was from the flight of the Concorde. So I would be like um, – la piscine because we would go to the pool so i'd be like all right we're all going to the pool and then i'd look at the french kids and be like la piscine <laughs> and i would just be like yeah <laughs> and so like i would be like so excited when there was like pineapple <laughs> at the restaurant because then i could say pineapple to them and it was it was so pathetic yeah but it's really pathetic <laughs> No, I love that. I love only knowing another language through pop culture references. (laughs) And then using it on children, the poor things. And then using it on children to manipulate them into thinking you care about them. (laughs) Jace, you utter fucking monster. How dare you? I did like all the kids. How dare you? You manipulated them. Yes. You used flattery against them. My God. I don't know if you know me, Art but attack. manipulation is kind of what I do. Oh, really? I, I wonder why that is. <laughs> I wonder why that Should is, we Chase. That? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I do have many stories about that. that about, about Club Med. Yes. No, I. Oh. <laughs> we're we're going to need to, we're going to need to like, um drag them out so that we don't just dump them yeah. all in one podcast yeah. and then we run out of material and then every week is just us sitting here being like so uh, what would you have for lunch today <laughs> uh, the well sandwich. that's a good idea because I used to do a lot of things that are interesting and now I do nothing that is interesting so I'm not yes. gonna have new material but I what I will say what I will say about Club Med to kind of give a little teaser I guess for people mm. to get excited is it had a reputation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people would call it club head and club bed. <laughs> now I'm going to let you just make up your own mind about why they were called club med and club bed, but I think you're going to be on the right track no matter what you come up with. Probably, probably. I mean, I do love a good innuendo. You've met me, right? <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah. I have met you. Yeah, exactly. Even though I may forget that I have <laughs> met you. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Jace forgot that Jace forgot that earlier this week, Jace forgot that we went to school together. I did. We were literally, I was, we were literally texting each other and I think yeah. I was talking about, um, I was talking about what I was talking about earlier. My, one of my other best friends from high school who's like moved on, gotten married, having a kid. I made a tweet about, um, someone that I went to high school with who in woodworking class made a, um, vampire stake out of a scrap bit of wood on the massive big sander grinder thing and made it into like a vampire steak for my friend who was very into Buffy and that it must have paid off even though we got in trouble because they're married now and that's when Rhi and I were texting about that and about their friend (laughs) and I was just like it's so weird to me that people are still friends with people that they knew in high school let alone married to them and I'm just sitting there dear listeners (laughs) just sitting there looking at my phone (laughs) Re literally sent the dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I literally just sent the dot, dot, dot. And then, um, hi. I was like, I was like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> Jace forgot about their best friend. Uh, you heard it here first. Jace this... forgot about me. Uh, their best friend the... and co-host. <laughs> Jace forgot who I am and how we met, which is integral <laughs> To this whole operation. The worst thing about that is that I think every episode so far we have mentioned us being in high school together, us meeting in high school. And it, I just, it didn't, my brain not make connection to things. You have a brain made of wet ham. It's okay. Yes. We understand that. Brain go we very brrr. much established that at this point. Very much established <laughs> that. You have wet ham brain. I, I have genius wet cake brain. It's fine. We get it. It's okay. I have not forgiven you, and I will not for so some time. if you time. sense any tension. But you may earn back my love. If you sense any tension between us <laughs> uh, from this point forward, that is the reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're going to have a whole we're gonna have a whole story oh. arc. Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, I'm putting it out. Okay. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. <laughs> Lots of recurring characters, you know, and there will be a big happy oh, ending. Dear. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, as you were saying before, um, yeah, you used to do a lot of interesting stuff. Yes. I, f- I feel like I also did when I was younger. Uh, and now I go to a building and I sit at a table all day and that's what I do. Uh, so not a huge amount of stories. Yes. That. On that topic, um, actually, I believe we have a congratulations that is in uh... order. <laughs> Okay, okay, fine. Our lovely Ree <laughs> has gotten a promotion. Yay! Yes, yes. Well, it's it's more like a it's like a diagonal promotion, if that makes sense. I've been moved to another team, but I've also been moved up slightly. Um, it's it's kind of complicated, Look, and it up came, and to the left is still up. Yeah, up and to the left. Um, it came out of uh, nowhere. Which is one of the reasons why uh, if I seem a little bit off this week, it's because my brain is entirely just mush. Like it's beyond wet ham Soggy. at this point. It's like ham that someone has chewed up and partially digested and then just kind of let, f- not, ev- not, even, not even forcibly spat out. They've just kind of let it fall out of their mouth. It's like, Bleh. And it's just sitting there. Ew. That's my brain right now because it's been a hell of a week. But yes, uh, basically, 
because of some of the previous roles that I've held, uh, doing some customer portal maintenance and logins and just blah, 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 techno mumbo jumbo, uh, I've actually been moved into the IT slash data systems team, which is very funny to me because I have zero IT experience. I have zero IT experience, dear listeners. Um, so but we'll that see. doesn't matter when you're a certified genius. I'll piss off. Um, <laughs> you're so uh, mean to me. I'm in, I'm in a ve- Look, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm barely holding myself together. The glue that holds my already tenuous joints together is just slowly melting under the pressure of uh, having to make a lot of big changes all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, so basically the team comprises both the IT department and the uh, people on the team that kind of do customer portal stuff. Um, and that's more of the side that I'll be on. I'll be dealing with the customer portal. Um, that sounds really you know, just um, like helping cool. people with logins and any any app issues and shit. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's good because uh, at the end of the day, if I don't know something, uh, there are people that are literally in my team <laughs> that know how to do IT stuff. So I don't have to put in a request ticket. I don't have to call anyone. I literally just have to turn to my left and say, you, <laughs> fix it. Fix my problem now. Do it for me. Thank you very much. So basically you are the Continue. king of that office. I'm. We know I'm the king. I'm the king, baby. It's king, king fuck. fuck. It's king fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I am king fuck of both Twitter, my home, my office. Uh, just the entire uh, domain of my and life. King fuck of my heart. Yes. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> but thank you. I very much appreciate. See, that. I'm so nice, and all I ever get back is just you're kissing my pain. ass because you forgot me. Um, I know for a fact you're kissing my ass because you forgot me. But no, I'll actually, la- I'll I'm kissing it. your ass because I think it's funny. <laughs> Everything I, will, I do I will, is because I think it's funny. I will also allow that. You can also kiss my ass because you think it's funny. At the end of the day, I'm getting Thank my you. ass kissed. And who doesn't like that? <laughs> who doesn't like that, you know? Doesn't matter how it happens. Doesn't matter how it happens. You're getting your ass kissed at the end of the day. That's bloody great. <laughs> doesn't matter whose lips they are. Doesn't bloody matter whose lips they are. Ass <laughs> kissed. Me, happy. I want my ass kissed. <laughs> See, you have been making strides and leaps in your job, mm. your very grown-up adult job. I have been lying in bed watching Hawaii Five-O just episode after episode, eating Doritos and just I mean, immersing myself Doritos in that horrible Doritos world. Doritos rule, though, so I can't, I can't begrudge you that. Oh, my God. I can't begrudge so you that at all. But different circumstances and different situations there are different kinds of caring for yourself there's different kinds of taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. for some people if you are doing well enough to take yourself to work every day and to do that and to make sure that you're eating right uh and just things like that that's that's great that's taking care of yourself sometimes your brain is bad sometimes your brain can be very very bad and taking care of my yourself can bad, look like... My brain is bad, my body is bad. Yeah, it, it can look like having a glass of water. That's taking care of yourself. You know, getting up and just, even if you can't manage to shower, just splashing some water on your face, just taking a little bit of time for yourself. That can be self-care. Mm-hmm. 
I think there's a lot of emphasis placed on self-care being, you know, oh, being able to make lists Mm. and stick to those lists and... Not lose the list. (laughs) There's another side where it's like self-care is bubble baths and Mm, like big big glasses of wine and, ooh, I'm going to do some yoga because I have nothing (laughs) else to do. And it's like, I'm sorry, Tina, I don't have time to do (laughs) yoga today. I need to take myself to my nine to five job and then I need to make sure that I'm eating at least one meal before I flop into my bed. (laughs) Yes, and that is completely valid. It is. It's completely valid. It's completely valid. I want anyone listening to this to know that if you've done something for yourself today, I'm proud of you. I'm extremely proud of you. If you couldn't do anything for yourself today, I'm still proud of you because you're still here and it's fucking hard. My God, I know that there have been so many days where I have not been able to get out of bed. In fact, last weekend was a big one of those for me. Um, I spent a good chunk of one of my days of the weekend just in in bed, doing nothing. Mm -hmm. I was just existing and I I needed that. I just needed to do that. Um, I didn't know... (laughs) how much of a hectic week was ahead of me. Um, (laughs) So in hindsight, I'm actually really glad that I did that because Jesus fucking Christ. But, you know, taking care of yourself, it can mean different things to different people and it can be different things to different people. I just, you know, I just think it's important to recognise that not everyone can be this paragon of perfect, clean attractive looking self-care that's all bathrobes and bath bombs and Mm -hmm. using a bullet journal and shit like that. I, I had, I used to work with this girl, right? Mm -hmm. And she was obsessed with the idea of bullet journals. And I'm like, that's really cool. That's really cool. And she's pushing me, pushing (laughs) me to do it. She's inviting me to bullet journal groups on Facebook. Mm. She's sending me links to nice ones that I could buy for myself, even though she made more money than me. Um, And I gave it a go. It did not work for my little (laughs) diseased brain. (laughs) Disease probably isn't a very good word, but it's my brain. And I refer refer the right to... um, I reserve the right to refer to my wet ham brain, however I feel is appropriate. Other people's brains I'll be a bit more respectful of, but this one lives <laughs> Just in a my little head, bit. so I Unless can Unless you're from Ireland or France. Uh, <laughs> or Canada or wherever, <laughs> you know. Anyone else anyone else who writes in <laughs> They will they will find uh appropriate stereotypes uh, just tumbling out of my mouth and embarrassing everyone. (laughs) But yeah, so I tried this bullet journal thing and it really just did not work. It did not work. And I don't think that for a lot of people that suffer from the kind of symptoms that I do or, you know, just various Mm -hmm. other symptoms of neurodivergency, it's not going to work. It's it's not. And it's fine if it doesn't. You gave it a go. Or even if you don't want to give it a go, even if you look at it for like two seconds and you're like, I know that would yep. not work for me. That's perfectly valid and you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to say that. Like at the end of the day, who knows how our brains work better than the people living inside them? The thing is, 
self-care is not one size fits all. And that's something that I think a lot of people don't understand. Not even just neurotypical people. I think that even some neurodivergent people, neurodivergent people, what's my mouth doing? I don't know. Um, Yeah, even people who are mentally ill, like going back to what we were saying before, if it's outside of what you experience, it can be difficult to mm. to realise that that's not going to be everyone else's experience. So Super difficult, super difficult. If keeping an apple by your bed to eat as soon as you wake up and that helps give you energy to get up and then you go and tackle the day works for you, that's awesome. It's not going to work for everyone. Mm-hmm. All brains are different. Even people with the same disorders, brains work differently at different points as well. It's not just this isn't working for me as a person. It's this would not work for me as a person where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. Because I used to go for walks every single day after after my back injury uh, and my surgery. And when I recovered from that, I was going for walks every single day. I had a new lease on life. I was less depressed. I was just kicking it and now I don't really do much walking at all I'll walk to get the kids from school but other than that I can't get back to that point I'm not at that point again and that's just because my brain has changed my circumstances have changed I'm not at a point in my life where what I was doing before is working for me the way that it was working for me then Um, and that's what a lot of people don't realize as well with their self-care advice it's not just it doesn't work for this person. It's like it could work for this person at one point and then it doesn't work anymore or it doesn't work now but later on it'll work or it might never work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. And it, it does it does happen. Like I, especially when I was quite a bit younger, um, there was a period of my life where I was prescribed – um, I was prescribed antipsychotics because at the time, uh, the person, yeah. oh yeah, sorry, no, the person <laughs> that I was seeing in a in a therapeutic context uh, believed that I had bipolar, um, mm-hmm. which is a fairly common misdiagnosis for people with BPD, yep. uh, because they're both kind of mood disorders or very mood based, um, yes. And I was put on these antipsychotics and at the time I was like, fuck, yeah, because you know what I can do with these? I can sleep hmm. all day. I was on um, I was on a medication called Seroquel, which mm-hmm. anyone who's taken it or really like knows anything about it knows that shit makes you yep. a zombie. So I decided to lean into it. I would sleep. I, w- I would take a slightly higher dose than I was prescribed. And I would sleep for 24 hours. I just knock myself out. It was absolutely, no, I don't want to deal with the world right now. Just mm-hmm. off to bed. Um, now, where I am now, I can't imagine doing that. I can't. I can't imagine doing that. And while there, I, there are days where I would love to have a sleep in or just do nothing. And yeah, on those days... If I'm doing particularly bad, I'll let myself do nothing because it's what I need at yeah. the time. But I've definitely come, you know, I've made some progress since yeah. then. And I should bloody hope so because this this was something like 12 <laughs> or 13 years ago. Um, but, <laughs> you know, any 
it's taken me a very long time to make that progress. Like I said, it was something like 12 or 13 years ago. Um, it took most of those 12 or 13 years for me to get to a point where I'm not wanting that, where I'm not wanting to just yeah. sleep for 24 hours. And I'm happy to say that I'm at a point in my life where I don't, I don't think about that. Like maybe 0.5% of the time I'll, it'll flicker up, but then it goes right back down. That's awesome. I've changed my meds. I'm taking Effexor at the moment. Um, I was taking it in the morning, but I found that would just zonk me out completely. I would be in bed, not being able to do anything except scroll on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I was so tired. Mm-hmm. And then I would, by nighttime, I was still, I'm doing better on the Effexor than I was on the um, Cymbalta that I was on. Um, I've been on like so many meds that it's just. Oh no, I me too, even, me too. Oh my God. As an aside, Cymbalta is one of the things I think we've both been on. How did Cymbalta affect you? Yeah. It made me so wired all the time. Me too. I could not sleep. Me too. I would sleep. Me too. I would sleep every two days. Mm-hmm. No joke. I would be yep. up all night. Not even, not even like um, up doing anything. I would be up, up lying in bed with my eyes closed or mm-hmm. open, just waiting, just hoping to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And I just could not sleep. So I just, I just went through cycles of being awake for two days and then I'd sleep for like maybe six hours. Woo-hoo, and I'd be awake for two days. Fun, <laughs> not. I mean, unless it you're do- unless you're doing that on purpose, uh, which I have. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like I said, I used to do a lot more interesting things when I was younger, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna be frank with everything. Everyone, uh, one of those things was drugs. <laughs> I've done a lot of drugs in my life, um, and we will talk about that definitely. I, I have feel, not. Yeah, but when you're essentially having that choice taken away from you because you're given mm-hmm. these these it's pills, torture. it's like, oh yeah, this is gonna make you better, and then you can't fucking sleep. Jesus, mm-hmm. it's torture. It's, it's awful. like they promise that it's going to help you, and then you're just awake with your own thoughts more and faster. Like, it's not just that I was awake and unable to sleep. On Cymbalta, it was like, it was fast, and I was always wired. And even if I was and furious, <laughs> oh, a little too fast, a little too furious, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. It was, mm. and my mm-hmm. therapist was just like, because I see two different ones at the moment. One is over the phone with um, a job seeker company because I'm on um, disability job seeker. Yeah. So I talk to her every few weeks and yeah. she's really yeah. nice. But, and also I see another one, which I have to pay too much for. Who is who doesn't laugh at my jokes, so I don't really like him that much. Um, but this other lady, she laughs at all my oh, jokes. Oh, what's his name? I, what's his fucking name? You know what? I don't even know his name. <laughs> Good. I don't, he doesn't deserve to. He doesn't even deserve for me to call him out on this podcast. You know what? He can laugh at my jokes, and then maybe I'll think about learning his name. Exactly. Exactly. Why would you learn the name of someone who doesn't laugh at your jokes? Exactly. I'm. Anyway, he, he doesn't even deserve to be mentioned um this other my phone therapist she was like babe because she's one of those types she's like babe please please try and get some sleep I was like I've been trying to but 
I'm sorry. Do you know what it's like <laughs> to have this kind of brain where you're just running, 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 mm-hmm. running all the fucking time? Oh, yeah. I have the exact same problem. Mm-hmm. I get the worst insomnia. Mm-hmm. Horrible, yep. horrible insomnia. It sucks because even though you're really tired. I think it's Wendy's fault. You can't sleep. It's Wendy's fault that Is I it? have insomnia. It's Does she have it Wendy's too fault. or are I'm you just... Her. So, um... It's Wendy story time. Hey, hey. Uh, I get my own little story segment and it's going to be Ready, ready? I'll, I'll do it. Ready? Okay, go on. Ready? Go on. Okay. Story time with <laughs> Ree Mansell. Ding-ling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wonderful, go. wonderful. Um, <laughs> I still haven't told her, by the way, I'm, but I I'm think I'm planning on doing it soon. I want to wait until we have like a few episodes out to tell her. Um, Wendy, Wendy, beautiful, wonderful Wendy, light of my life. We you know, love Wendy giver of birth to me and unfortunately someone else, but mostly me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So this poor woman has suffered from some of the worst insomnia I have ever seen in a person for the past, I'm going to say, 28 years and Is that how old you are? Yes. <laughs> so you're so, blaming Wendy, but really it's your fault. It's cyclical, okay? So basically, <laughs> my poor saint, absolute saint of a mother. Saint Wendy. Um, she, she has suffered from insomnia for basically my whole life. Um, and she told me that it started not long after I was born. This woman, this incredible woman sleeps maybe... One hour a night, two hours a night. Holy And has done that fuck. for the past coming up on 30 years. I don't know how she's not dead. You know what? I don't know. That makes so much sense because whenever I would sleep over at your house, she was always up and down and I would be like, I'm so sorry. Yep. Are we keeping you awake? And she'd be like, no, no, I was up. And I was just like, okay, your <laughs> mum's really no. nice. <laughs> she, sh- no, no, she was up. She was always, always up. Um, it's pretty good because I know that if I'm having a breakdown in the middle of the night, I can call her <laughs> and she will probably pick up. Um, unless you're, yeah, unless she's woman. right in the middle of that one hour that she sleeps. Yeah, yeah, in which she will get extremely mad at me. <laughs> but yeah, this poor woman just doesn't sleep. She just doesn't, doesn't sleep. Um, and then basically as I started coming into adulthood, like like proper adulthood, like I'm talking like, 23 or so like 23 24 Mm -hmm. um getting past that kind of like very early adulthood where you basically still feel like a teenager I mean I always feel like a teenager that's something I've covered before and we'll probably talk about all the time but yep age wise I mean I started noticing that I was sleeping less and less just slowly it would just be a little bit less a little bit less like as the years went by and I'm now at the point um I'm not quite a Wendy yet but uh a good night for me is if I get more than four hours <laughs> that's a good night for me if I get more than four hours sleep yeah I wow. my brain is just on overdrive constantly it's just zooming all around the place um and also my little brother suffers from sleep problems 
uh, he can pretty much only sleep during the day. And even then, it's only for a couple of hours. Nighttime, he is awake. He is up all night. So uh, us Mansells, we're a lovely little family of uh, mentally ill insomniacs with alcohol problems. So we're just delightful. (laughs) I heard that the reason that some people are morning people and some people are night people is that it comes from um, when we were, I was going to say the olden days, but that's just a weird way to say it. It comes from... I think it's a bit further back than that, Yeah, Jay. Olden days <laughs> makes me think of like horse and carriages. Old, and old Sydney town. Just me- It makes me think of Dick Van Dyke, baby. Um, oh. But, <laughs> like... No, it comes I, from... I think I know what you mean. And this is more like yeah. cave people shit, isn't it? Yes. It comes from the cave people times, allegedly, where someone always had to be up keeping watch over the village or whatever it was. And um, yeah, so some people are just wired to be morning people because they're like daytime people because their shifts looking Mm. after people Mm -hmm. was during the day and other people had their shifts at night. So those people are the night people. Um, No, seriously. I don't know what uh, that says about us. (laughs) I, I think about when I sleep the best and it's when I go for a nap in the afternoon. That's when mm. I sleep the best and that's when I can get to sleep. If I if it's like a Saturday or something and I don't have much to do when I sit down on my bed at like 2 p.m., 3 p.m., I will go to sleep and I will wake up. Uh, nap city, bitch. Nap nap city, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Jace, you're dating us with references again. Hmm. How are we going to get the kids to think that we're even slightly not horrible they won't no I'm kidding why Um, try (laughs) I have been I've been thinking about that actually but we'll get to that in a second um I sleep the best in the afternoon and I'm actually at my best like functioning wise in the very early morning which is why I always go to work early I start work at 9 a.m I can easily get to work at 7 a.m and I'm not tired I feel great I feel amazing and I'll just catch up on shit that I didn't get done yesterday afternoon because mm-hmm. if it's the afternoon my brain is just that's exactly boom, how mine is like where am I who I want to be asleep I want to be asleep um but yes so I I think there's definitely some credence to that I think that that's pretty accurate and I think that if we were back in those times my sleep shift would be something like 2 p.m to like oh let me think like 2 p.m. to like midnight or something. And then I'm good. I'm good to go. In my TAFE course that I um, keep forgetting that I'm actually enrolled in, um, I the first module was on stress. And it's like um, it's, <laughs> it's important to get enough sleep and it's important to do this and this and remove all stresses from your life and from the workplace. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there thinking, holy shit, this is not none of this stuff will help me. Oh my god! And one of mate, the things was, mate, are you fucking kidding me? One of the little tip things that they said was to sleep without an alarm and see what time you wake up mm. and what time you fall asleep mm. to show how much sleep you as a person needs because everyone's needs of sleep are different. So go to, go to bed and then just wake up naturally. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to do that. I can't do that. 
I don't have a set yeah yeah n- number of hours that I sleep or I don't you don't have a set time to yeah to like exactly. sleep and then wake up so something that we say a lot on this podcast is it all comes back to trauma it all comes back to trauma there's something else that I think I'm going to end up saying a lot uh if it doesn't come back to trauma it comes back to capitalism even the education system is built around capitalism because the hours that they would make us go to school were basically working hours. Um, yes. The concept of you need to be awake and working and productive during these set hours in every weekday, five times out of seven, it's ridiculous. A lot of people aren't built like that. And COVID sucks, obviously. That's not something I'm going to debate here. It's a it's very been... controversial opinion there. <laughs> um, it's been a horrible, horrible thing. But <laughs> if it has shown anything, it's shown that we can and should be more flexible with how we're working, exactly. when we're working, where we're working, etc., etc. We are very capable of making accommodations for people with different needs. If they're made to. It's just that <laughs> the only difference is that the people that need these accommodations to function are the minority, the um, oppressed, the underprivileged, and no one gave a shit before, but now that it's everyone is in mm-hmm. the same boat, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I guess we're going to have to try and find a solution. And it's the an easy it solution. The second it happening to white men, the second it starts <laughs> happening to white men, that's when they start looking at it like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about this. Mm, there Whereas to be disabled a folks, here. yeah, disabled folks, trans folks, people of color, uh, people of, you know, lower incomes, et cetera, et cetera, we're like screaming for years please help us and we get nothing uh the second it starts to affect some white guys it's just like oh i don't know i don't know brad i think we need to take a look at the system <laughs> yeah yeah you're right chad we need to take a look at the system and on, chad i'm glad that it's happening i'm oh, upset that oh it's taken this you're long. glad that there's a global pandemic are you that's a little bit of a controversial opinion everybody re's happy about the global pandemic you forgot who I was. You you can't you can't come back at me. Okay, you forgot who I was. Um and no I'm not glad there was a global pandemic. How long how long are you going to harp on about this? This happened yesterday. You should be over it by um, now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have brain problems. <laughs> I'm going to hold this grudge for as long as it gets me attention. So, fuck you. Anyway, I'm not glad there's I'm I have not brain glad problems there's a global too. pandemic. No one's fucking glad. But it's one of those things uh-huh. where it, yeah, it really does suck that it took something like this happening for people to actually take a look at it and that yeah. in itself like makes you look at who is getting listened to. At the end of the day, it fucking sucks. Like, it fucking sucks. I'm not going to deny that. And I'm not going to sit here yeah. and say that I'm glad that a global pandemic happened. But it really? has Really? Because you definitely... already did. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Okay, if you're going to fucking stick to that, sure. Oh, sure. What, the truth? Stick to the truth. Oh. <laughs> fucking hell, James. You and your Marilyn Manson tattoos. I don't. <laughs> oh. I. Oh my 
my god. We're, ma- we're making too many Twitter references. People aren't going to understand what we're talking about. Well, then maybe about. people should follow us on Twitter. Well, I mean, yes, people should follow us on Twitter. At DYSLMPod. And the same on Insta. And anyway, also, continue. No, just quickly before before we before we finish up, okay. we also have it. an email address, don't we, Jace? We do. We have an email address. I have gotten a couple of emails to it so far uh, from bots, which is lovely. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at dyslmpod at gmail.com. So you can send your letters. You can send whatever you want there. Uh, Red Rooster, if you're listening. This is where you can email us to send us free Hook chippies. Hook us up with the chippies. <laughs> Hook us up. I, something that I would love to do personally um, at some point is not necessarily an advice episode. Yeah. God knows I'm not qualified to give advice on anything but questions. Yes. Please send us questions. If you have questions, we would love Please to send us questions. Them. We would love that so much. I would love that so much. Even if they're incredibly weird and inappropriate. It would probably be funny. Uh, I will at least insult you on air. We would love to hear it. I'll do it. If that gets you off, I'll insult you. I'll do it. Um, You're just offering our <laughs> services for free but, to get people off for free. Well, you know, they're bringing on the concept of super followers onto Twitter now where you can literally pay to follow someone at like a higher level. Whoa. Uh, I think I will be utilizing that. Hello. Um, some of my shit posts will only be for people who pay me. And I feel like as a podcast, you know, bringing it back to the beginning of the episode. I want to make money off my voice that is apparently <laughs> so enchanting to people. So how about we get some fucking super followers? <laughs> At this point in time, I am I am paying for, to make this podcast. So I would like to just break even, honestly, with this. That's true. That That's true. Uh, I have not contributed any money to this yet. <laughs> I'm paying which I for the hosting. Honestly, I feel the, terrible yeah. about. <laughs> So every month I pay something, but you know, mm-hmm. I was going to suggest we eventually put out a Patreon where they can get your shit posts and, uh, you know, any. Who wouldn't want my shit posts? Who wouldn't want to pay for me to tweet about Waluigi? Because that's all it is really at the end of the day. It's just me getting drunk and tweeting about Waluigi or the fact that I'm horny. Like, that's basically it at the end of the day. Welcome to Remansel's <laughs> Twitter. Can you text me all the ones you're going to charge for? Because <laughs> I can't afford to sign up to your super Twitter. <laughs> I like that, though. Super Twitter. I'm, super I'm, interested Twitter. To, I'm interested to see how that plays out, honestly. I think that could be a really interesting um, model but mm. I know, I know that once it's introduced, um, the second that um, sex workers start using it, they're going to shut it down. Oh, yeah. They they'll will shut get rid it, of it down. Just like, yep, just like any other platform, they're going to shut it down, which I think is bullshit. Absolutely bullshit. Um, so, yeah. I mean, look, I, I would be open to getting a Patreon or something eventually. Um, you know, if enough people wanted it, if we could come up with content, if, you know, there was little extra bits and pieces that people were after, I would so be open to that. And I would love to do that. And I'd, I'd probably be happy to charge pretty low for it. $5 tier, you get photos of my ass. <laughs> $10 tier, you get photos of my boobs. <laughs> um, and they are great. I just want to break even the on ass, this, okay? The ass and the boobs, <laughs> top tier. 
fucking fantastic. You want to pay for those, folks? Oh, thank you. <laughs> you send me that shit for free and completely platonically, yeah. which I love. Just like, hey, look at this photo of my mm-hmm. butt. And I'm like, wow, Jace, that's a great photo of your butt. Thank you for sharing that with me. You're my best friend and I love you. Uh, <laughs> but why the fuck? This is a really sense? good example of the kind of um, paid ads that we could do on this podcast. This is a great example right here oh. of what we could bring to the table, Red Rooster, <laughs> if you were interested. Yeah. Yeah, just sitting here talking about Chickens our asses. as hot as our ass. How hot is Jace's butt? Almost as hot as a family pack of Red Rooster Chippies. Hey! <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. But, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe we do think, need to think about some advertising. Mm, if anyone's interested. Maybe we do. If anyone's interested. <laughs> if anyone wants to uh, advertise on a podcast with a couple of Absolutely uh, batshit <laughs> young adults uh, who just kind of ramble on about mental health. We'll probably make fun of your product. Yeah, we make fun of everything. But at the end of the day, we make fun of ourselves the most. So, you know, come get some of that self-deprecating <laughs> money, bitches. Hire me. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I will mm. describe your product in a way that makes myself sound like shit and makes you sound better. I will probably uh, make fun of your product <laughs> no matter what it is because I would feel very awkward selling things. I mean, look. But you know what? It, it would get done. I love selling things. I I love selling things. I'm so down for that. Please, please. Uh, well, why don't you join an MLM? Fa- oh, buddy. Buddy, <laughs> if we weren't getting to, like, we're, we're pretty much at our time limit now. We've got to wrap it up soon. Yeah. But I think I'm going to note that down for next episode, my experience with MLMs. Uh, and Do it because I have a story as well. Because my experience with MLMs also has a little bit of overlap with some current affairs and a cult. <gasps> How is that for sizzle? Oh my god! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Tune in next you... week. <sighs> Fucking next week, we're gonna talk about my time being in what is basically technically both an MLM and a cult. And if you want to try and guess what that is, I I think a lot of people can probably guess what it is by the fact that I'm saying it is both an MLM and a cult. But if you want to try and guess, uh have at it. I've got some stories. I've got some stories. Let's just say that uh, Wendy, as much as she is a lovely, kind, smart woman, is not above being roped into doing some shit for the acceptance of other people and bringing her young daughter along for the ride. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, Make I, your guesses. I think on email. I think on that note. Email, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking reach out. I love hearing from people. I love hearing that uh, me rambling about mental health bullshit is making a difference. And we do get that quite a bit, actually, from a few people. Yes. It's a fairly common response, which makes me feel really happy because... It's I- awesome, the feedback that we get from people it's who really nice. have said to us that they felt alone in, in their brain stuff and how comforting it is to hear people who are also going through that, discussing it. Yeah. I think it's really important. We're in no way qualified. Neither of us have psychology degrees no, or anything no. like that. Do not take our advice. Oh, no, 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 no. But I like knowing that people don't feel alone. I like not feeling alone. Mm-hmm. 
I like exactly, and we've had each other for so long mm. that I am so happy to be opening up our experiences and the things that we've learned along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, listen to them or don't listen to them. Probably don't, but <laughs> happy to open that up to other people. Yeah, who maybe don't have yeah other pe- anyone else to. Yeah, yeah exactly. I feel like this uh, this episode has been heavy on the mental health talk, um, which is good. But last episode, last episode was, episode not, was us so going was go- us going absolutely batshit. <laughs> so maybe it'll be a it'll be a it'll be a peaks and valleys kind of thing. You'll get a nice little serious episode, and then the next episode it's going to be me absolutely shitting on several experiences that I had in my life, and we've got. Some I thought you were going to say French people, Jace. You know what my heritage is, <laughs> right? <laughs> Jace, do you know where the name Mansell comes from? Yes. Right? Have you heard of self-hatred? Yeah, yeah. No, so Mansell uh, comes from Le Mans or Le Mans or however you pronounce it. My, my accent is very rusty. Um, so basically my family moved from Comes to- from the Mans. Mansell Le- comes from the Mans. From the Mans. Um <laughs> The man. Um, but uh, my family moved from uh, France to Britain, basically, like a few decades ago, maybe a century. I don't know. But I. Oh, so do, you're white, white. I'm. <laughs> Jace. Jace. Yes. I am. Yes. I'm probably. I'm the whitest person alive. I'm almost certain of that. Except for people with literal albinism. I'm extremely <laughs> fucking white. Um, but yes, Le Mans, uh, Mansell comes from Le Mans, which is uh, Le, Mo- Le Mans. Uh, it's in France. So we were there and then we moved over to Britain and then a few of us splintered off and moved over to Australia. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that my grandparents were the first generation of my family to be born in Australia. So I'm pretty, in terms of like, uh, generations and shit. Mm. I'm pretty recent. Uh, I'm very white. <laughs> I'm even more recent than that because I was the first generation from my family to be born in Australia. Like yeah. from my um, yeah. dad's side, at least. Because mm. mm-hmm. my dad is Chilean and my mum is Hungarian, which was fun for sc- for me in school because I got, oh, Jace Cordova's hungry for chilies. Oh, ho, ho. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I laughed that's, at that. I'm that's sorry. some trauma for another day. I'm sorry. Is... I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I feel like, I feel like we're at a point where we should, uh, give it a little wrap up here. Um, we've done a lot of mental health yes. rambling in this episode, which personally I think is great. I think it's good when it's not particularly scripted. I mm-hmm. think that just hearing people talk about this in a way that's very natural and very much just what's coming off the top of their heads. I think that's good and I think that's helpful. And that's what I want to do. I want to help. What I want to do quickly mm-hmm. before we wrap up is just put a call out to see if anyone was interested maybe for next episode. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk a little bit about um, fixations and um, hyperfixating on things <gasps> and then forgetting oh, them. Like just guess. Yes you know, really into something and then just it doesn't exist anymore and moving on to the next thing. So if anyone has anything they want to um, 
say about that on the topic, then you can email us at dyslmpod at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram, dyslmpod, or uh, you can send us a tweet or a DM or whatever at dyslmpod. Um, And just whatever about fixations, about either what you're fixated on, what what your experiences are with that kind of thing. I think it might be nice to just have a little bit of of contribution I would love to talk about that because from, I'm from our community yeah I'm currently hyper fixated on something to the point where I'm considering getting a tattoo that references it uh so that's Ooh, yep. some more sizzle. <laughs> I'm also hyper fixated on something that I mentioned in this episode um so if you <laughs> if you watch and love Hawaii Five O, I want to hear your opinions uh, on Hawaii Five O because that's all I can think about at the moment. Beck, I'm talking to you. I was going to say, uh, are you talking to Zuma? Beck? Yeah. Yeah. We have a pet Zuma now. It's like a pet Zuma? <laughs> we have a pet Zuma. We have a pet Zuma. Beck, our pet Zuma. But yes, I'm I'm really keen to hear what people are hyperfixating on and what their thoughts and their feelings and experiences. I would love to talk about that. Yes. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about something my therapist also said to me about uh, hyperfixation and why I fixate on things and just talk through that kind of thing. So yeah, I want c- contribution awesome. and we'll all talk about our um, things together. Awesome. Can't wait. Well, Jace, um, yes. even though I'm a dirty, dirty Frenchman, <laughs> even though my brain is mush from uh, starting a new job and I gave a rather horribly graphic description of what my brain is like right now and even though I'm kind of mad at you (gasps) for forgetting me do you still like me well Re, even though you gave a very graphic description of ham to a vegan (laughs) (laughs) and you're mean to me I'm I'm a vegetarian bitch (laughs) I'm very very proud of you you. for your promotion and yes I still like you thank you do you still like me even though whatever I said in this podcast happened because <laughs> I forget what I said. Do you still like me even though I forgot that we went well, to school together? There we go. Even though you forgot who I am. <laughs> I didn't forget who you You're were. You're on thin ice, buddy. You're on thin fucking ice. You're on thin ice, but I still like you. <gasps> I still like you, Jace. Thank God. Love ya. Love you too. <laughs>